Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. DraftKings is not only this hack's favorite sports book, but also America's top-rated sports book. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook because it's, it's easy to navigate and has plenty of instructions for newbies and nearly limitless ways for you to get in on the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know because they've been texting me as such, and I know you will too. So listen to this great offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 inside credits. That's right. Pick any basketball team that is still in contention, bet $1, and if your team comes home, you win $100 inside credits. Now, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds on promotions such as baseball, hockey, Major League Baseball, MMA, and plenty others. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on any basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania only. Newcomers only. Wager paid out inside credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. So you like hockey? Congratulations. You're amongst the smartest sports fans in the world. Want to fight about it? Join me, the Hockey Troll, and that snack, Polly Cupcakes, every Monday and Thursday on the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL, your Washington Capitals. Not only do we bring you the best Washington Capitals coverage, but we've got the hottest takes and the tastiest content. Tune in wherever you get your podcast and at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. Chirp us on all social media platforms at Caps Chirp. See you beauties and benders there. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast Summer Edition, where we still bring you unfiltered, unfocused, and high-energy hockey talk with a bit of a summer flair. So it's time to grab your rollerblades, grab the sunscreen, put the speakers in the window, and partay. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett Podcast Summer Edition, ladies and gentlemen. As the intro said, it's time to put the speakers in the window and partay. It is June, ladies and gentlemen, and if you 
are wearing a hockey jersey this time of year, then my God, you are doing something right. My name is Richard Blosser, host of this podcast. Yep, back in the saddle, back in business, behind a microphone, talking Hershey Bears hockey with each and every one of you. And I got to admit, everyone, this this is new for me. This is really different because I'm not used to doing a summer um, podcast, a summer hockey podcast, more specifically talking this time of year. In years past when I've done this, I've sort of uh, checked out regularly during the summer. Sure, I'd pop back in when there'd be uh, free agency signings, a schedule, a promotion, and typically check in here and there because, well, there's not much going on. There, there really isn't. And especially as we hit the uh, the off season, you know, I personally just don't think there's a lot of content to put out there to do a show weekly. But that's one of the challenges of being on a hockey podcast network now. And you know, as the summer hits, you know, I still got to put content out, and I'm not complaining. It's just something I got to get used to. And God bless all the NHL guys on here who are still churning out two episodes a week. Now, it is lovely, delicious NHL playoffs going on right now. So, yeah, there's a little bit more filling in the cannoli, per se, for them. Where that came from, I don't know. (laughs) But here in the American Hockey League, there's nothing. I mean, the season ended on May 16th. The much uh, disliked Pacific Division playoffs are done. So there's nothing. So I was just going to continue doing game over for everyone, which is we're saying goodbye to all the NHL teams. And I'm thankful for all of you who have downloaded so far, especially our most recent, where we talked about the Arizona Coyotes and the Los Angeles Kings. And I was just going to chug along. We've got Chicago and possibly St. Louis coming up later on this week. Until, until the hockey gods blessed us where the AHL announced they were going to reveal any realignment and division workings for next season. Ooh, ooh, I was not expecting this. I'm off of work today because I work during the weekend. So, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm down with this. You know, I'm anxious to see what the AHL is going to do because we are staring down the barrel of a return to... normalcy at this point. Uh, We will get full 100. We are going to be there because the state of PA, we are are done. There is no more uh, capacity restrictions, indoor or outdoor, at all, which is what fans wanted. Fans want the ability to come back to Giant Center with or without masks. And before all of you start in the comments or or I can already hear you typing, No, no, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into the great virus, nor the masks, because that's not what you come here for. There are a lot of other podcasts out there in the world that will go on at nauseum about this subject. But me? Nope. I will stick to sports. I will stay in my lane because that's what you come here for. So the HL announced today that for the 2022-2023 season, 
all American Hockey League teams will be playing 72 games, much like the ECHL. Now, this is the first time they are going to this schedule since 1970-1971. By the way, all information released is coming from Patrick Williams' Twitter, friend of the podcast. Go check him out at P. Williams AHL on Twitter. If you like the American Hockey League or want to know what the hell is going on, great guy to follow, really, and friend of the podcast. So, back on track. We, the AHL is going to a 72-game season for the first time since 1970-1971 in the 2022-2023 season. Now, yes, that is a year from now. Because for this season, um, the American Hockey League will still have 72 or 76 games. The league is giving non-Pacific Division teams the opportunity to play 72 or 76. And we will get to that. Now, in terms of this season, the Pacific Division, let's start out there because that'll be the most changes. Two teams are being added to the Pacific Division this year. That is the Henderson Silver Knights, proud affiliate of the Las Vegas Golden Knights, and they're more than happy to tell you that. And the Abbotsford Canucks will be moving out west to join a nine-team Pacific Division. Woofda! Wow, that's uh. <laughs> Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. That's a lot. So, I'm sure they'll play 72 games this year. Nine times eight is 72. There you go. Uh, no. No. Actually, the Pacific teams will be playing 68 games this year. Now, I know that doesn't add up. That doesn't add up. At minimum, that's da, 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 nine. Throw away one. That's eight. You play everybody eight times with four wild card games. I'm just spitballing. There's probably that's probably going to be very, very, very different than how they're gonna have things play out in that division. But the Pacific Division is sticking at sixty-eight. Now, who are these nine teams in this specific division? Well, glad you asked. The Abbotsford Canucks, Bakersfield Condors, Colorado Eagles, Henderson Silver Knights, Ontario Reign, San Diego Gulls, San Jose Barracuda, the Stockton Heat, and the Tucson Roadrunners. So all other teams were given the choice of going to 72 or 76 games. These are the teams that are staying with 72 this season. Maybe getting a head start, maybe not. The Belleville Senators, the Bridgeport ugh, Islanders, the Hartford Wolfpack, Iowa Wild, Le Rocket de Laval, the Manitoba Moose, Providence Bruins, Rockford Ice Hogs, Dallas, Dallas, my bad, Texas Stars, shut up phone, the Toronto Marlies, and the Utica Comets, the new proud affiliate of the New Jersey Devils, don't get me started. Everyone else is staying with 76 games. That will be the Chicago Wolves, 
Cleveland Monsters, Grand Rapids Griffins, the Hershey Bears, Lehigh Valley Phantoms, Milwaukee Admirals, Rochester Americans, Springfield Thunderboids, proud affiliate of the St. Louis Blues, Syracuse Crunch, and the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. There you go. That's all of them. Now, a buddy of mine made a really, really good point when it came to this. There are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 12 teams that are going to 72 games, more or less getting a head start on what will become commonplace next year. You will also notice that a majority of the 72 teams are all Canadian. Now, that's a whole other loophole to deal with. You know, how's Canada going to factor in this? Is the, the border going to open up? We'll deal with that down the line. It's only Jude, everyone. Uh, a lot of the Canadian teams are going with 72. Probably easier for them to um, adjust their schedules for it as well since um, the majority of the teams, at least three of them, uh, Laval, Toronto, and Belleville are all within very close proximity of each other. The only real surprise in all this is Bridgeport, Hartford, and Providence, or surprise is. I guess because of how close they were, and they, I guess they really liked that close regional setup. I don't know. I'm just guessing. So the teams that are staying 76, as a friend of mine pointed out, are teams with higher attendance and big money. Yes. The Hershey Bears, yes. Uh, Cleveland Monsters, yeah, they've got NBA money being funneled in. A lot of these teams are in the upper echelon in terms of drawing crowds. Now, yes, San Diego Gulls also really draw well, but that's California. That's the Pacific. Cleveland, Hershey, um, near the top as well. Even if Hershey only draws eight to 9,000, that's a hell of a lot better than some of the other teams as well. Grand Rapids and Chicago have loyal fan bases. The All-State Arena does pack quite well. Uh, Rochester, Syracuse, yeah, yeah, they can. They can, but with travel becoming more of a thing once again, you're going to have a lot of uh, that fan base travel to away games. Springfield, they're going to draw from their regional opponents as well. And, of course, Wilkes-Barre, Hershey, and Lehigh will all travel to see one each other. Lehigh, fans will show up. I know, it's an 8,000-seat modern arena. Fans will show up. I know. I've seen it. Wilkes-Barre... Mm, that's going to be tough because I've seen how bad Wilkes-Barre can get. I was there for Wilkes-Barre in Texas two years ago. Didn't draw a dime on a Friday night. Barely had 3,000 people there. So we'll see with them. And Hershey, Hershey's Hershey. People are going to come out. Um, I, I'm not sure if it's going to be like 9,000 consistently. I don't know if it's going to be the glory days of the late to early 2010s, the late 2000s and early 2010s, but we shall see. The divisions are going back to pre-pandemic as well, so uh, so get ready for Hershey, Lehigh, Wilkes, Providence, Hartford, Springfield, Charlotte, and uh, the Bridgeport Islanders. I will never be used to this. I... I will not like this moving forward. Uh, go watch, go listen to episode 22 about a month and a half back to give you my thoughts 
on the Bridgeport Islanders. The North Division is Belleville, Laval, Dad checks notes, <laughs> Toronto, Syracuse, Cleveland, Rochester, and Utica. That is only seven teams. We will adjust this moving forward. The Atlantic is uh, is eight teams as well. The Central is back to how it should be. Chicago, Grand Rapids, Iowa, Manitoba, Milwaukee, Rockford, and Texas. And your specific division is that stupid uh, American Hockey League website is the Abbots Void Canucks, Bakersfield Condors, Colorado Eagles, Henderson Silver Knights, the Ontario Reign, San Diego Gulls, San Jose Barracuda, the Stockton Heat, and the Tucson Roadrunners. Sorry about that. Mind gets ahead of mouth sometimes. So that is your Pacific Division. Now, some of you will say, well, that's nine teams. That's a lot. Yes. Yes, it is. They'll figure it out. And it's going to be even more in 22-23 when Palm Springs comes into play. They'll have their nice little arena out there in Coachella Valley. Good for them. And the Palm Springs, whatever they're going to call themselves, will be out there in the Pacific Division. And that will make 10 teams. Which means realignment, baby. Either you split the Pacific Division up or... You're going to have to throw some of them into the Central Division. We might have 8-8-8 eight, eight, and eight. moving forward. Who knows? It'll be fun. We'll figure that out next year as well. Also coming into the mix is lovely points percentage. Yay! To determine uh, playoff and rankings for next year, the AHL is bringing back the oh-so-popular points percentage, which means... Goodbye to the days of uh, Hershey has 92 points, uh, Lehigh has 88, they are three points back, and Syracuse has 84 as all these teams are vying for playoff spots. Nope! What we are doing is that we are taking points and winning percentage and combining them a lot like the slugging percentage in Major League Baseball, and that will be your new way of determining uh, standings for this season. So get ready for a lot of, well, Hershey has 688 points percentage, followed by Lehigh, who is at 672. They are 16 points back, followed by Hartford at 650. They are 38 points percentage points back. I was told there'd be no math involved. I I feel like uh, Mr. Incredible in The Incredibles 2 when he's trying to explain math to his son. You know, why'd why'd they add letters to this? Well, Dad, this is math now. No, this is not math. Math is math. This is not rankings. Don't add points percentage into this. Percentage can be a tiebreaker. You go by points. This is why we do this. (sighs) I know, old man, get off my lawn. I know, I know. So, obviously with teams in our own uh, conference, only playing 76 and 72, it's going to be rather interesting to see how the playoffs will be determined. Not everybody's playing an even number, are they? No. No, they're not. So this will lead to expanded playoffs, I'm hearing. Playoff play-in rounds. Hey, it's working great for the NBA. Why doesn't the AHL try this? Now, before all of you start saying, this is unheard of. The AHL never did play in rounds. 
Yes, they did. I implore everyone to go to Wikipedia or go look it up. Go on the old Google machine. There were playing rounds. They were best of threes. They were very much a thing. There were single elimination playoff games. This happened. So, you know, it could be a one-year-only type thing where we just have a playing round. It could be the top six in each division gets in, and then uh, the bottom two will slug it out. Or the top six in the conference get in, and then seven, eight, nine, and ten have a best of three playing. Who knows? Who really knows? Win a lot of games, and you'll get in. And you'll absolutely get in. So, yeah, play-in rounds are coming. There is a whole lot of new for the American Hockey League coming in this season. But you know what? I'm not going to bitch about it. Because it means the nightmare is almost over. Well, it, in, in my opinion, it's, it's pretty much over. But no more restrictions. No more of half capacity. No more of this. We're done. I told everyone now that the season's over, the 310's getting to Yuma, and I'm on board this train. Choo-choo. We're on board. We're passing a lot of new things along the way, and we are heading full toward next season. And actually, breaking news here on the podcast. Yes, this is a thing. And this this is important. Let's go Dateline. Washington, D.C. The Washington Capitals have re-signed Axel Janssen-Fialbi to a two-year, two-way contract that comes out to uh, seven hundred fifty grand in NHL and one fifty in no one seventy-five grand in the American Hockey League. In thirty-one games with the Bears, AJ recorded fifteen points, one of his best seasons, ten goals, five assists, and was deadly on the on the penalty kill as well. So rejoice, my friends. AJ and his beautiful hair are returning next season as well. I might as well say it while I'm here as well. Uh, Joe Snively is returning as well. He has a one-year, two-way deal with the Capitals. 90 grand at the American Hockey League. 750 grand league minimum at the American Hockey League level. Snively... At age 25, recorded 17 points with the Bears last season, six goals and 11 assists with 30 in 30 games with the club. Um, last season was his first. No, no, 2019-20 was his first full professional season as well. In 84 game career games with the Bears, he has 48 points, 20 goals, and 28 assists. Yale product as well. The kid's been a really good asset. Um, for the Bears and the Capitals as well. I think he's one of the uh, hidden gems that this kid is really turning into a solid, could be a solid uh, bottom six prospect for the Capitals. And the Capitals have said they want to get younger this year, and there's no better way to do that than, of course, resigning this younger talent as well. You know how I say in the intro, unfiltered and unfocused? Well, that's exactly what this is. Some good resignings for the the Capitals slash Hershey Bears. Hopefully there is more along the way. So, you know, yes, the template has been put out there, ladies and gentlemen. The American Hockey League, 76 games for 
for a part of the league, 72 for the majority, and 68 for the Pacific Division. And this is all leading toward what they call schedule unification because in 22, after I'm married, everybody's playing 72. That's it. Hopefully we go back to points by then. There's no reason why we shouldn't. 72, like the ECHL, and may we never speak of this again. So I know. I know. I, I rem- I'm young enough to remember when the American Hockey League was 80, 82 games because they wanted to get as much time in as the NHL did. And I know only 36 home games um, at, at uh, Giant Center moving forward with 16 of them being devoted to Lehigh Valley and Wilkes-Barre. I know it'll be a time of adjustment, but we'll deal with that when the time comes as well. So I think that'll do it for this uh, bite-sized episode as well. Thank you for joining me, and thank you to the Hockey Podcast Network for allowing me this hack to come on with a microphone and talk hockey nonsense to each and every one of you. Subscribe to the to uh, to this wherever you get your podcasts. Check out the Twitter for the Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. You can follow me as well. R Bloss R B L O S S. 64 as in Nintendo Ultra 64 for if you know you know follow me on Twitter as well and of course keep up with the Hockey Podcast Network as well if you are a fan of our parent club go check out the official Caps Chirps podcast as the past couple episodes they've been lamenting about their season being done and if you want to hear about teams that have been eliminated check out game over a side project of mine but of course we'll get back more into some delicious chocolate hockey as we move forward into the summer thank you to everyone for listening as red green once said keep your stick on the ice go enjoy your summer and we'll catch you next time that's the end of the game <laughs>